Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. to the No Half Send podcast, where everything is discussed full send. It's the inaugural launching of the No Half Send podcast with Zach and Olish. You even put your shades on for the podcast. It's amazing. It's <laughs> ready to go. It's, it's better. So tell me about, like, you had come in and you did my podcast, which I, I you were fantastic. Like, you were a huge hit. This kid, Olish, I, I know, how long have you guys been friends? And you got to pull that mic up just a little bit up towards you. you can, it should be fairly adjustable. There you go. There we go. Uh, or what, going on 10 years, more than 10 years now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach is like such a free spirit and funny as hell. Like when his whole politics like thing is, <laughs> yeah, but he's smart. But he says yes. like he he'll say things like yeah I'm dumb but I didn't you know I didn't do good in school well probably not because you got a you got a brain that never <laughs> yeah. stops he's street smart the yeah book smart, eh. yeah but I'm the same way we're not we're not book people we're yeah but people. he's a people people like yeah. everybody people, people. and anybody I talk <laughs> to people eater people people <laughs> fucking love you yeah I like just shooting from the hip yeah that's so th- my style that's kind of what what I like about the whole idea of doing the podcast with you, no half sense podcast, because you have so many connections and stuff. So I, I know in future episodes, you'll have probably people who are really in the ski and snowboard world will know some of these celebrities more or less. Yeah, definitely. We'll have like some pro skiers, hopefully some snowboarders, and then um, we'll branch out even to just anything full sun. Like, yeah. I got a couple people lined up. So okay. I think it'd be pretty cool. What is the the stores in Canandaigua right in Main Street? It's a great location. Yep, stores in Canandaigua that's been around for a little over five years. Uh-huh. And I think with the times, I think a podcast is a perfect way to get the name out there and talk about products and and just get kind of in into the culture of why we do it. And well, talk we're about recording this on like on October nineteenth, right? So you're getting into that time of year where people start thinking winter sports and skiing and snowboarding and that sort of stuff there. So, so yeah what what do you what's the big push right now for 2023-2024 season uh big push right now is everybody getting geared up i mean we're doing tuning yeah we're doing boot 
fitting, like adjusting the boots for, you know, making sure people are comfortable and really just hyping up new product lines and what's, what's the top, you know, tier, what you need. How important is it for people to take their, their equipment in and have the bindings checked, tightened up, boots fitting right? I mean, like your foot can change. Right. Your feet change. Um, and I think people don't realize like how important it is. Yeah. So like when you take your car in for service, you know, think of it at the same way. You know, your skis, your snowboards, everything needs to be serviced every year. So okay. it's very um, important to get that stuff done before the season because when the snow falls, everybody wants to get out there. Right. And you don't want to be put on a delay. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one thing I've always said is, when the snow falls, we want you out there and enjoying the sport. So we make sure that we have a three to five day turnaround in our, in our shop. So we don't we don't want to make people wait. Let me ask you something. Like when it, when you say three to five day turnaround, I mean there are times you could have a backup. You might be working nonstop for days, right? Yeah, that's like the yeah. big important thing is if the if the shop's not open service is open we'll we'll make sure that someone's in there early we'll make sure someone's in there late we want to make sure that we're servicing our customers to the best that we can yeah. offer so yeah i mean the service is high priority at the end of the day yeah i mean that, that's what i'm thinking and so now would be a good time to bring in your equipment so you're kind of ahead of ahead of the curve so to speak. exactly yeah. you know you don't want to come into the season and like have an issue where something is out of your control right so we want to make sure that you're getting in early and we're figuring that out right away. So give me just, just to give people perspective, because somebody may be listening and going, nah, well, you know, I can, I can tighten screws on the bindings myself. I can do this. What kind of injury is most common for people? And I'm thinking it's knee related more yeah. than anything, but I don't know it's with a loose much, binding. Very much so knee related. Um, they're changing everything so frequently like now there's walk to ride soles so your toe height needs to be adjusted not only your forward pressure i mean there's certifications that we get in the shop that allow us to know the knowledge and the pressure that you're supposed to be releasing so you might be able to do it at home it's a basic screwdriver it's not no No, there's no like tools that you need no i understand it and i've seen you know i've been around people who did a lot of their own stuff too but sometimes it's like yeah you might want to have somebody double check your work because it is your knee you blow out a knee man there's machines that test all the um all the pressures that what about people who put on weight yeah weight weight i mean i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to be a dick i'm just saying like hey man if you gain 10 to 15 pounds over the past year and now you're going to jump on your boards again you may want to have that look and then like once you hit 50 years old it changes what do you mean so there's a wait a second because i am there's a whole there's a whole like app on the phone now that we use but there's a chart so it goes um zero to nine yeah and then 10 to 49 and then 50 plus 50 plus and then you have your weight what happens with what happens when you hit 50 in the in the ski world so like they just say that it's geriatric yeah yeah, it's safer to (laughs) to turn the bindings down so they release easier ah um that's a great point because if you fall yeah a lot of times you can snap i mean i've seen people snap knees ankles not so much ankles so much because the boot kind of usually keeps things well if the boot's too big then yeah 
Yeah. And then you roll yeah. your ankle. Yeah. So that's good to get your boots checked to make sure you're in the right size. Yeah. It might be really comfortable. Right. But internally, there could be some flaws. So right. it's very important to come in. And we have, um, well, nothing. I've been, I've been boot fitting for 15 years. And then we just brought on a boot fitter, um, Tim Hart, who's been doing it for longer than I've been alive. So yeah. he was in Fairport at the Balanced Athlete. He retired and then he jumped on board with us. So he's been uh, helping do boot fits. So that's fantastic. That that's really important because think about it. Just you take a ski vacation or just a weekend. You go to Bristol or say you take a road trip to Killington or somewhere. There's nothing will ruin it more than an injury. Oh yeah, right. And it I can mean, happen. At, it can happen at five miles an hour. Yeah. Like if you fall just right yeah. and your stuff's not right, yeah. then you get you can get hurt. And like the weight thing, everything changes every. 10 to 25 pounds. Mm -hmm. So even if you gain 10 pounds, it, you could have a different pressure. That's, that's, I think that's very important to bring up to people because as much as nobody wants to gain weight, you know, if you're not, I think after COVID, everybody came out a little puffier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And we yeah. all did because you couldn't do it, right? You couldn't yeah. do anything. Right. And then, you know, and if you're skiing and your weekends, you're partying, this and that, you're probably, it's very easy to put on 10 pounds. Yeah, so it's not. Um, I think that's just important. Like five, shit for people there's to know. five big things. So okay. it's, it's your age, your weight, your height, mm -hmm. your skill level, and then your boot size. Okay. So if you go down a boot size, it could change everything because it's all about the pressure that it's coming out at. Yeah. So very important to make sure that everything is set up perfect for the season. So. Yeah, I think that's so important, and I think a lot of times overlooked, right? You threw it in your garage, you threw it up in the attic, whatever, you oh, yeah. take it out. You, and, you like, know. with all the moisture, everything gets rusty, so yeah. you got to get your skis sharpened. Yeah, you do need them sharpened, you know? especially around here, because there are some times where, yeah, it gets icy. Very icy. Yeah, I, I grew up skiing in a place called Catamount on the in Massachusetts, and it was, like, a glacier at times, Yeah, right? You know, especially at the top of the mountain. You know, you think you were so cool. That was like out. ice face. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's exactly right. So to, what about things like some people like to have heated boots? I've always been a big uh, anti-heated boot guy. I, I, I mean, yeah, I don't. I'm know. like fifty-fifty on that. Okay, so you have. Why are you fifty-fifty, Olish? I don't know. Part of the experience of actually being on the mountain is freezing. Yeah. I mean, and and so, you can always it's cheating. Right, well, <laughs> it's cheating. It's cheating, but I always think like sometimes they short out. You get people oh, yeah, still in the battery. Technology falls. sucks. Yeah, yeah. Like, it does. Wet snow For, with batteries and yeah, water. right. Not a good thing. I mean, yeah, we do sell the heated option. Uh huh. Um, it just we wire it into the footbed, so it, it's it is a good option. But oh, so you do it differently then. Yeah, like some the people whole I've boots, seen on the side of the boot. Yeah, the whole boot's not heated. I mean, there are options like that, but when you do that, it's like if it breaks, you're you're kind of screwed. Buy a foot warmer. Put that in. There. Yeah, Screws I mean, in there. the little if you get you the yeah, right, you just yeah. break it right. Yeah. right. Said, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you get the right boot, it's all about circulation. So yeah. if you're over tightening your boots because they're too ah, big, okay, and you're trying to like get them to form better, yeah, then you're going to cut off your circulation and your feet are going to get cold. So it's like little things like making sure that you're not wearing a cotton sock. Yes. Because the second you sweat. Yeah. It's wool your, is, I always thought, was the best thing. Yeah, you have like your smart wool and yeah. um, merino. You sell smart wool socks? I don't sell the brand smart wool, but okay. we sell um, like a, a wool. A, a more like merino wool. 
Okay. And then uh, breathability. Got to have your feet breathing. So, like, a thick sock is not the answer. Yeah. The thinner, the better. Um, so, a lot of what I want to touch base with this podcast is going to be a lot of, like, information on different categories of what we sell and, you know, what you need for the mountain to have a good time. Because being cold, not a good time. So, right. the more information, the better. And, and a lot of times, too, you start out cold, but you warm up because you're moving. Right. Yeah. And you know, right. So, like, if you're you start off cold and then you warm up, but then if you don't have the right equipment, well, yeah, then you're just going to get cold again because you sweat and you're not yes. you're not wicking any of that away. No. So, I think like a podcast is a great way to get information out there. So that way you could at home second guess what you're doing and then you could come in and get the proper what, things what's, you need. I mean, like, obviously, right? The, the smart thing to do is always layer stuff. You take something off, you can leave it in the locker if you get too warm. If the sun, you know, you've skied out west. I mean, you get a nice suntan when, oh, yeah, the, on a sunny day and it can get really hot on a mountain where maybe it's 22 degrees, yeah, but man, that sun shed, just, yeah. You gotta be able to shed layers. So what, but what would you say as a, as a good base layer, what, what should people be wearing or thinking? Ninja suit. Yeah, a the ninja, ninja suit? Ninja suits are great. What is the ninja suit? It's like a big onesie. Yeah, it's a oh, big really? onesie. It's yeah, a big onesie that's like, the uh, if you have to they do the it in like a synthetic material and then they do it in a merino. Do you, things so, I can get at full send? Yep. Yeah. The ninja suit. Many I, colors. Yeah, many colors. Yeah. I can see all that stuff. Yep. You got size all the way up to like extra, extra large. small to triple extra large. Triple extra large. Yeah. Man, someone's going to look like the blue M&M walk. <laughs> but <around>. even like. <laughs> like yeah, they're funny to look at. I'm Everybody's sure. like, yeah. you know, it's a ski shop and I don't ski. So I shouldn't shop there. I, I disagree. That's terrible because like my buddy's a mailman. Yeah. He wears a ninja suit. Sure. He loves it. Hey, anybody who's working has to work outside. They don't stop building homes, man. The guys are out there framing. They're out framing. They're out laying block. They're doing all that. If you're in that kind of line of work or someone you love is, go get the ninja suit. Yeah, we sold Uh, sold a jacket. um, You still play lacrosse? I coach lacrosse. Oh, where? uh, Webster Thomas. Okay, yep. Webster. He'll wear all the stuff we have. Yeah, yeah. And we sold Perfect. a jacket to a guy that and besides that, houses. The stuff looks so cool on, right? Right. You can look like you you know, you yeah. look or you can go get something that's a little hipper and functionality. Functionality is a big thing. It's all about functionality. Yeah. Yeah. Quality of products so you're not buying a jacket every year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a huge thing. We like we're all about quality. Well, no, no half cents. Right, no half cents. No, <laughs> yeah. no half that, cents. That that all came from one of my buddies. It was actually what, comical. The no half cents. Oh yeah. What? How? Tell me what's the story behind that? Can you say or no? Yeah, it was uh, St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so people are obviously a little. <clears throat> oh yeah, we were all you know, a little crazy. tuned up. Yeah, and we were cruising downtown for the parade, and uh, he was just walking down the street and. He was just screaming, you know, full send. He goes, half cents for bitches. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So then, like, that was where, like, the whole no half cents came from. So full send is your LLC name? Yeah, so it's full send LLC, and then it's uh, full send skiing outdoor. Skiing outdoor. Yeah. And one of the things that you have that's a little more of a party element, but I did see you do this in the fashion show. By the way, great modeling. Fantastic model. Was that the dome? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a good time. <laughs> it looked like a good time, but you went out there and you actually did shots from the shot ski. Mm-hmm. And the shot ski. The shot ski is a big seller for us. Like, yeah. What is it? So it's a, a kit that comes with four bindings and little shot glass boots. Uh-huh. And then you mount it to an old, like, ski that you can't use anymore. Yeah. And at, like, bars or in your, you know, at your house with your, when you're having a party, it's a way to have four people do a shot at one time. Yeah. So it's like a great. Who ends up thing. wearing the shot? The shortest you know person. <laughs> Somebody's got always the shortest right? I mean, person. It has to be. I'm just looking at it from the physics standpoint. I go, yeah, you got to get everybody at yeah, the same it's height. It's a dangerous shot. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like, like that. Though. I didn't even know this. I had a customer come in and he was like, "Dude, I bought the shot ski. It was great. Everybody at the party loved it. But like, we did a couple, and then everybody was just tuned up. <laughs> and he goes, so we measure, oh, we measured it, shit. and if you go, so it's all based off of skiing. So you have like a green, the green How circle. big is the shot glass then compared to a regular shot glass? This is what you're saying. So they, Yeah, so there's like little marks on it. Okay. So you have like your green, your blue, your black diamond, then your double black diamond. And if you do a double black diamond, it's the equivalent of taking, I think it was three shots. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> next thing you know, you're filling them up, yeah. not realizing that you're doing <laughs> three shots at once. And then so these are, so these are oh, bigger than so, normal shot glasses, obviously. Right. So yeah. you could yeah. like, if you just want like a single shot, you fill it just right up to like, I think it's a half a shots to green and then a full shots to blue. And then two shots is black, black diamond, diamond and three shots is double black. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that yeah. is that is crazy. So there's fun things, obviously, and then uh, any everything from outdoor wear to the skis itself. And you got to get in there. When when does it really start to hit? November. November. Like people are jonesing. Yeah. Well, this winter, from what I'm reading and stuff, is supposed to be colder and snowy and start snowing in December. Where we've been, yeah, we've been like a little dry. What's with that? how cold it winter. is. Yeah, I know. We haven't had that for a while. Right. I mean, with how cold it is and like Bristol Mountain and a couple of the mountains around us have like top-notch snowmaking. So yeah. I think skiing at Thanksgiving is a doable thing. Really? Because they'll blow snow before snow actually falls. Talk to me about Bristol just a, a, a little bit because it is the closest one for, for all of us. And I know you spend time there and stuff. But when you say their their snowmaking ability, you've spent time out west. How does it compare to that? It's way better on the East Coast. Really? Yeah. Because out west, they just Powder. naturally have yeah. a yeah. lot of snow. I yeah. mean, they'll set a base. But they but don't really make great snow is what like, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'll set a base with their snowmaking, but here on the East, I mean, yeah, they live and breathe off that. Are you Killington where, is like top notch. In terms of making stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they're open the longest. Talk to me about some of the some of the stuff that you're wearing. The melon lid, you can get yeah. that at Melon's been a brand that we've had for the longest time. Yeah. And that's like now it's everybody knows where it is and and we've had it for, yeah. for that long. Where why it's why? Like, why did why would you like it sounds like in, in technology and stuff, right? A new app comes down and people say, Oh, you're an early adapter. You got that yeah. app. So you're like an early adapter with melon. What, what is it about melon that, that you loved? So I love the quality. Like I wear a hat pretty much every day uh-huh. and it's something that you could wash. It doesn't get sweat marks. Um, they come out with new 
colorways where it's like limited edition stuff, which I love, you know, I'm not wearing the same hat as everybody else. Uh, the styles are great. They got, I think five different styles of a hat. Um, they trap the heat a little bit too. Like, would you wear that on the on the mountain? Or, or they is have that... a they have a hat for that. They do. Yeah, that's a it's like um, a fleece lined ball yeah, cap, insulated hat. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I know. Tell what your Instagram is so people can go take a look at that because I think on there you took a white melon hat, you yeah. spilled wine on it. Yeah, that was a and... California trip. I was. Um, I was a little cocky about the waterproofing and this guy didn't trust me that the hat would come clean. And I was like, no, it won't even stick to it. And then I pour the red wine on it and the sugar soaked in. And oh. I was like, shit. <laughs> so I went back <laughs> like to the Airbnb, hit it with Dawn dish soap. But it came out. And it came out. Yeah, it came out. Yeah. And what? I wore it back to the winery the next day. And the guy goes, you bought a hat that quick? I go, no, I told you it would clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think like the West coast is always ahead of the East coast. And that's why we're early adapters. Cause you so like you're, melons, you're very... the West coast brand and no one knew what it was. Right. You know, what? so it's like a lot of the stuff we sell, it's like early adapter, but it's really just the West coast is ahead of the East coast. Yeah. Uh, two other equipment issues or not issues, but equipment, uh, things, helmets, yeah, they seem to be really important. I mean, we we talk a lot in just in general life, right? Everything from football to probably even lacrosse, concussions and that sort of thing. Didn't you just take your helmet off? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and my my alien I helmet. Thought, I thought I saw that when we walked in. <laughs> but I mean, concussions and stuff. Uh, how how important is that? And and how how can I fit? properly because you can get helmets that yeah. wobble around and slosh a around of, and, so like a lot of the helmets we sell have um like a like a boa so like a winding technology to like tighten up around your head okay so you have like a good size range um the big thing i think people just have their helmet and they don't realize that it's almost like an airbag yeah so if you hit your head really hard you should look at the helmet see if it's dented if it's dented you really need a new helmet and uh, I think people don't switch their helmets enough. Okay. And like wearing a helmet is super important. I was, my stubborn ass didn't wear a helmet and I ended up with esophoria, which is we, I tore what? a muscle in the back of my eye. So I had what? double vision for three months. No shit. And I, that was like, yeah, I wear a helmet every time I ski. And this is like the one time I'm like, oh, I'm just like chilling. Like I don't need a helmet. And I went through the park. I did, like, all my basic tricks. And then yeah. I, like, almost ran into my buddy who was filming. And I caught an edge, fell back on my head. Five days later, I, I couldn't see straight. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what the hell's wrong with me? Well, I think a lot of times where we see concussion protocol, you know, I have uh, three sons, and one of them got a concussion. And I took them to uh, an eye doctor who was really specialized. Yeah, I should have done the eye doctor first because I ended up yeah. with a $3,500 well, bill for but CAT I, scans and all this shit because I thought I had, like, yeah. a brain bleed. Well, you thought you have it, yeah. And then I was like, then they go, no, nah, you're fine. Go to the eye doctor and then that's... Well, the eye doctor, because I think a lot of times we don't think about that, but it's all the eye muscles and stuff back there that can really indicate when you're over the concussion or whatever it is. So you were, it, would a helmet have prevented that injury for you or oh, at least yeah. lessened it? 100%. It would have. Yeah, because yeah. they do... 
technology in the helmets called MIPS, and that's like an extra protection for impact. Yeah. So that would have definitely helped. I don't think I would have had that double vision because I didn't have a concussion. Okay. Just, like, I didn't have any of like the throwing up or right. dizziness. It was like five days later, I just couldn't see straight. Yeah. So What about, I always think that some kind of eyewear is really important on the mountain, especially on a sunny day. But I think a lot of times we underestimate the just the glare on a cloudy day that's coming off that can affect your eyes. And that shades, like I'm sure like these, yeah, are, so are like, good, but probably goggles are so better. So your goggles are, a lot of people will like opt out of it. I wear them because my contacts will dry out. But the technology in the lens mm-hmm. itself will give depth perception on the snow. Which is very important because a lot so of times you can get snow blind. I mean, it's a, right. it's a term, right? So yeah. you can yeah. see like what you're actually skiing on. Yeah. So I think goggles are important. And there's, we really just sell all the goggles that have two lens options. So like if it's dark out or if it's sunny out, you can change your lens. So there's a lot of like, details behind everything i think a lot of people overlook and then a lot of people you know obviously have a budget but it is important to have certain things well i would call it i understand the budget but if you're going to do this it's an investment right and it's an investment in in like your your health look we you just talked about double vision right it was was actually like pretty scary sure it is i was driving to dinner and i was trying to read the exit sign i'm like something ain't right <laughs> so i ended up going home putting my glasses on and then i went to the car to open my door and i couldn't even open the door so i was like i guess i'm not going to dinner yeah so i just hung out till the morning and then got a ride to the hospital and it didn't go better no it didn't get better no that would no, it took like three months yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm stubborn <laughs> yeah that's a good word for it well this is why Guys who are married live longer. Oh you, yeah, you realize that because yeah, my fiance was yelling at me. I'm sure she have a helmet on. Yeah, you, you see? got three of them. Yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't look as cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and what are the chances, right? I've been doing this forever. What are the chances? Yeah, you always say that. Uh, yeah, so you actually ski and snowboard better with a helmet because yeah. you're. Like you're, you feel like you're invincible. If you find Full Send on Instagram, uh, that's where that's the biggest social media you're on, right? Yeah. Or mostly, or is it the only? Yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on TikTok now. You are. Yeah. Good, because there were some really YouTube, great videos. Facebook, there. Snapchat, Snapchat. It's out there. Not okay. Really active, but it's it's there. The um, I, I the tricks and stuff that you do. Let's say I got a kid who really wants to do that stuff or learn how to do it. What would you say? We got some people. You got some people? Yeah, yeah Josh Pike is one of our bigger, like, influencers, and he does, like, park programs at Bristol, uh, more on the snowboard side of things. Uh-huh. Um, but this year, which we'll get more into, I want to do – there's a thing called the Telefriend Tour – where there's a bunch of pros that travel the mountains across the U.S. Mm-hmm. And it's just a big, like, park jam. And that's something I want to do this year to get back out there with the community and, like, build 
like the culture of like skiing, snowboarding, where we're all just having fun doing what we love. Right. So like we'll be posting, you know, where we're going and people just show up and we jam out and we'll have giveaways and it'll be a good time. Yeah. Do you ever do like trips to as full send as a group? Where you, um, uh, where people could buy and you all get on the bus and everybody goes to like Killington for the weekend or. So I, I don't, I have a buddy that, that does, um, does some trips and it's been really successful. So we're going to end up getting in with him and sponsoring it. And there's all like, these are all things that we definitely want to get down the road, get into like, I want to book a trip to Japan with our to customers. Ski. Yeah. That's like on my bucket list. Really? Yeah. Wow, I would never even think of that. I would always yeah. think like the Swiss Alp. I wouldn't even you're right. I'm sure So Japan's the snowiest place in the world. It's just not the highest elevation. Right. And then the, I got a buddy down in Chile who's got a like a ski in, snowboard out like place and he's always said just book a ticket and we got snowmobiles and ride out and It's another enjoy place it. I would never think to like to, You can go to, to Chile in like August and ski. Yeah. Yeah. I remember guys going up to Sundance in July and skiing down a narrow, like, ice, basically a glacier, right? Yeah. They were just skiing. They camped out at the top, got very drunk. The campfire got out of control. Some guy's tent burned down all around him. He didn't even wake up. He just woke up and baffling was just blown around the top of the mountain all from his, his uh, sleeping bag that had caught on fire. And then they packed up and skied down the next day. But it's not the same because it's basically just a large piece of ice that they were kind of carving their way down where I'm sure in Chile it's yeah. got to be. And Mount Hood's got some great options like off season too. Uh-huh. So there's so, a lot of things I want to. Is it adapt into? Can I apply a label to you, Zach? Yeah, expert. And I, I'm, and the reason I say that is equipment from helmets to boots to skis to your bindings to what to wear, you know, the ninja suit, all the layering, everything. I mean, if you have questions, the answers you'll get full send answers, no half sends, no half, sends. no half send answers. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I wear all of it. And you're experienced, so I, I, I can't think of a better place to go and get all the equipment and stuff. Thank you. What about, talk to me quickly about poles, because I think for, you know, as you say, they do the the age range. I think older people probably rely a little bit sometimes on the poles, especially, like I hadn't been on skis in like 20 years, and I went up to Maine, because my brother go, takes his kids up. My nephew's like five, and the kid's bombing down, double black diamond, doing everything. But they start out with no poles when they're teaching you. And I remember that in Park City when I was like 11 or 12. That's where I learned to ski. You had no poles, so you didn't rely on them. How important are poles to you? Because you're not using them when you snowboard. I don't even use poles when I ski. You don't? <laughs> no, poles are like... It all depends on the skier, and it all depends on where you're going. Okay. Because, like, some people just use them to, like, push themselves in line. Yeah. Give themselves, like, a sense of balance. So you yeah. don't have to go, like, a huge pole. Right. And then you have people that are, like, old school, traditional, like, pole planting when they turn. Yes. So that's, like, important. Yeah. But then, like, if you don't have poles and it's a lot of snow, then you're screwed. Like, right. I was out west, and we got dumped on, and I didn't have poles. And I was, like struggling to get through the trees and turn because you're really relying on that pole so right. like if i'm skiing out west typically i'll have poles 
and like I like the um, adjustable poles so I could change how long they are yeah. on the fly. Um, but we had a friend meet out west with us, and she didn't have poles, so I was like, just use mine. And I'm like, halfway down the run, I'm like, can I get my poles <laughs> <need> back? <laughs> like, just give me one. Like, even one will be better than none. <laughs> what do you guys prefer yourselves? Do you prefer skiing or snowboarding? Because there is a, I mean, there's a... Snowboarding out west, skiing out east. Okay. And why is that? Just because of the powder and stuff yes, out west? Like, it gives I don't you a like chance ice, to, so yeah. like on a snowboard, ice is a lot more difficult to mm-hmm. handle. So like, but when you're out west and there's all that fresh snow, like snowboarding is like more like surfing. Yeah. Which, like riding that wave of powder, right. man. What about uh, when it comes to snowboarding? And I know those are things that you sell as well. You know, for someone getting into it, you'd be able to walk them through. Because let's say, guys my age, I've, I haven't been on there, but I got a 13-year-old kid who, who would love to nothing more than to be on a snowboard. Yeah, like, I think the biggest thing with the East Coast and snowboards is that people buy them too long. Like, they're like, oh, I'm six foot and 150 pounds. Like, I, I, I need a one just you know, 65. Snowboard. By the way, that's it's a like, read of a human here. being. It's six yeah, foot, 150 like, pounds. I'm six foot and I'm 220 and that's down 13 pounds. Right, but like, so, I mean, you got like, well, six one, little, like, one. <laughs> like, so right. So like, if you have a tall, skinny person, like yeah. they still don't need a big ass board. No. Right. So like, well, it's Coast, easier it's, to control a shorter, I would assume. Right. No, it is with yeah, skis, it's like shorter control, skis. But like, also like the terrain is not, you don't need it. Like, it's not that big a terrain where you need this giant board underneath you. Well, this is why you go to Full Send, because you get the advice that, that'll that yeah, keep like you safe re- like, and make you enjoy the sport. It's like real, like, information that's going to make you better. Yeah. And, like, we're happy to work with people, even if they think they want something that size. Like, then, okay, like, if that's what you want, then great. And then during the season, at least come demo something that's shorter to see what our opinion is talk to me really quickly because I, I we didn't touch on any of that demos you yeah. do you let people demo equipment yeah so we have ski and snowboard demos throughout the year we go and we go to the mountains and we set up a tent and it's free so we have free demos and then we have in-store demos that that's 25 dollars to demo something so you, and if you buy then we take the 25 off so you could take so let's say i wanted to demo a, a snowboard I come to you, $25, I leave with the snowboard? Yeah. I take your license. Yeah. Well, I, I obviously. If you don't bring it back. No, no. If you don't bring state. it back, I come to your house. No, we'll find it. You'll find it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, so for 25 bucks, I could then go and demo the snowboard and come back and go, hey, man, I really like this. Or you were right, I should have a shorter board. Yeah, so, like, I've thought of demos a lot and, like, some places it's probably a lot more, but it's for me it's not a money grab. It's it's information on what you should be on and and to try it, mm. you know. And if you need to demo like four or five times, like like I said, the, the twenty five bucks will come back to you. So like even if you spent two hundred demoing, yeah, you're it's gonna come off your purchase. I gotcha. And then if you just keep burning me and demoing the same thing over like there's you know yeah yeah i got you come on it's not a rental right and there are no rentals this is yeah yeah i'm a nice guy just like well don't don't take advantage of my niceness i like that 
you're saying it's not a money grab. No, you clearly love the sport and want other people to love and enjoy it as much as you do. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. All right, we've gone about 35 minutes. It goes by so quick. Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, well, we, I want to hear Olish talk. I know Olish has been yeah, very what quiet. Talk about? <laughs> what do we want? What do we want to let Olish say? I I tried to bring in Olish a little bit, but I I don't know. He just doesn't like to talk that much. Well, this is why we get along because you do all the talking, all the selling, and I just make sure everything's fine and behind you. Yeah, exactly. Olish seems Olish <laughs> seems to be like sort of the backbone of the business, and you're the face of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because like you, he's you, like my dad. Well, you, you, make, you make great. You come <laughs> up with that. I, I shouldn't say it this way, but I don't know how else to phrase it. You come up with crazy ideas or great ideas, and then he has to figure out how to execute them. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Hey, Olish. <laughs> hey, Olish. I want to do a. I want to uh, do a podcast, but I don't know how to use that board. <laughs> right? Yeah, Am I so wrong? I have to learn everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's it. And and everybody needs a friend like Olish because he's the backbone. He oh, keeps everything supported and upright. I like that. He's like, what? He's the best. Oh, he'll, I thought you said tell it. me when I'm out of my mind or Constantly. if I'm on to something. Yeah. <laughs> so. When he says you're out of your mind, right, he's sort of your kind of, do you still follow through with the stuff or do you go back and think, well, maybe if I did it this way? Because I don't think. I just try to, yeah. You're I like a dog with do a do bone. It. Like, I, I get the impression you're not going to give up. I a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> makes more sense. Yes, it makes more sense. That yeah. And that actually makes sense. Yeah. But then it's like, when I don't listen to him, yeah. I kick myself. Well. Because, like, he's right. Is like Olish this, a this whole uh, like whole building process that we went through? Yeah, like he was right the whole time. What it, would you say he's a, a partner then? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I kind of you're lucky to have somebody like yeah. that. And you know what it is for guys like Olish, because no, Olish, don't take this the wrong way, but if he didn't have somebody like you, his life would be fucking boring. Because Olish is by the book. He's right. He's yeah. kind of yeah. by the book. He's, but Olish is so entertained by the shit you do he's like man this is crazy but i'll i'll, I'll be your i'll be your safety yeah. <laughs> safety net to keep you from fucking killing yourself all right yeah, most of the time i'll walk away from conversation with zach like just shaking my head like what the fuck did we just talk about <laughs> uh, it ends up happening and yeah. it ends up happening yeah because yeah. I, I mean i know when you were on our podcast and this is you know no half cent so it's all really about the skiing side of your businesses but you have other businesses yeah and olish is part of all of that yeah he's like right hand guy yeah it's like whatever i'm getting into he's getting into yeah <laughs> if you like it's for fun life it's, <laughs> yeah that's, it's, that's what i'm saying and i don't mean to pick on you like you'd be boring but you 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 follow rules you're disciplined you yeah. got yeah yeah zach well, is someone's got to be awesome line <laughs> all right should we wrap it then yeah all right how do you want to wrap it i think that's um you know Stick with, like, keeping up with what we're dropping, and it's going to be all, you know, informational. But at the same time, like, it's going to be intriguing. Yeah, I think so. I really like, do. You never know what you're going to get. You got something here, yeah. for sure. You do. Yeah. No half sacks. You got to check it out. Wherever you get your podcast. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.